0: With one hand, we reach back to the tried and tested principles which have dethroned principalities and powers. And with the other, we reach forward to the purpose, the power of God for a new generation. The great G.K. Chesterton. Write that name down. G.K. Chesterton. This gentleman was one of the greatest apologists and writers of three generations. However, for the most part, no one knows his name. For one reason, he wrote from the perspective of a biblical worldview. Over 5,000 poems, short stories, more published than anyone of his entire era, and yet forgotten. Here's what the great Chesterton had to say. Some of the most civilized and highly organized cultures like Carthage at its wealthiest had human sacrifice at its worst. Now let's, let's examine that again. Some of the most civilized and highly organized cultures, think about it. Think about America. Think about that you are in the top 78% of the wealthiest people on earth. You are some of the most educated people on earth. America is the leading economy of the entire world. The envy of the entire world. They're not trying to break into Russia. They're not they're not streaming in to Cuba. How come everybody want to come here? Because in a word, America has it all. Opportunity and promise. Hope. The greatest military on earth. The greatest economy on earth. And yet, at the same time, like ancient Carthage at its wealthiest and mightiest, the United States of America is fighting in the United States Congress to make it legal to murder a baby after it has been born. But your children aren't taught from G.K. Chesterton at your local public school, nor certainly in any institution of higher education. However, at Harvest Preparatory School and Valor Christian College, we learn Chesterton. Any, some of the most civilized and highly organized cultures like Carthage at its wealthiest had at the same time human sacrifice at its worst. The best of times, the worst of times, a great dichotomy between light and darkness, good and evil, God and Satan, blessing and cursing in the same streets, a half a block from Rodeo Drive, there are tent cities of homeless, stabbing themselves with the steely knife, but cannot kill the beast. He went on to say culture like science. Wow. Culture like science is no protection against demons. Culture will not insulate you. Wealth will not insulate you. Prestige will not insulate you. Doctors cannot insulate you lawyers cannot insulate you locks on your doors cannot protect you demon spirits are everywhere right now at this moment 15 feet above your head there is a clashing bloody warfare going on for you, your family, and everyone you love. It is real. It is undeniable. What in the world makes a woman put her three-month-old inside an oven and turn the heat on until there's no more baby. What on earth drives a businessman briefcase in hand to walk into an airport kiss his babies and his wife while they lay fast asleep in bed? Walk into an airport, knock down three shots before he gets on the flight, end up in another city, sit that briefcase down in a luxury hotel room, click on the dial and turn on such debauchery that hell would blush. Decide to go further, the image is not enough. The law of diminishing returns kicks into play. Hell is a place of unmet, burning desire. You will burn. Whatever causes you to walk away when you should walk toward will burn you there forever. That alcoholic spirit, that rushing collapse when the high is over, will torment you, burning in your consciousness for eternity. The law of diminishing returns, it's all in play. One drink used to satisfy one glass of wine, you backslidden preacher. One glass of wine. Why there's nothing wrong with that. Well, not unless you have someone to influence. You don't know how many people predisposed to alcohol addiction, you're taking down that path to hell. Get a Coca-Cola. Well, it doesn't hurt me. That's your problem. It's all about you. Well I want, I have a right, sure you do. Help yourself unless you cause your brother to stumble. It's real quiet. I didn't tell you what to do. Well, pastor's preaching against drinking. I'm preaching against drunkenness. I'll at least go there with you. Besides that, the argument, the alcohol... The alcohol, Jesus used alcohol for communion. That argument, it was less than 1% alcohol, and the only reason it was in there was to protect it. They didn't have water purification. So you want to throw down your Jim Bean and liken that to my Savior? How dare you? Well, this is a way to win friends and influence people. I... I can see your horns coming out right now. And some of y'all ought to learn to push your plate back too. Moving on. You want me to rewind that? I can. Here's one, here's one thing for sure. I'm never gonna kill anybody's child because I'm intoxicated. I'm not gonna leave my wife or have my wife leave me cause I was in a drunk and slapped her. My children are never gonna become alcoholics as a result of my example. Come on, this is a narrow way this is a narrow way, and you ought to shout that you're on it. For broad is the way, wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Here's where I am. Some folks say, Well, you know, we haven't Vonnie Lopez, she doesn't cut her hair. Good for her. She doesn't want to cut her hair as a vow to God. Let it grow down to your ankle, sister anything i can give up to get closer to him i'm all for anything i can shun the wrong and do the right i'm all for well i didn't mean to get on that isaiah chapter 5 that's where we're going woe to those who call evil good and good evil put a special on my book where we're living in an upside-down world. This is the title text of that entire book. It's called Living on Our Heads in an Upside-Down World. Woe to those who exchange darkness for light and light for darkness. If that light which is in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? Lest the days be shortened, even the very elect of God shall be deceived. That means you shouting at preachers that are demonized deceived, living, believing, your Bible said, a lie, and therefore you are damned. Mm. Woe for those who exchange bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Think about modern churches, think about modern preachers. Evil for good, good for evil. Light for darkness, darkness for light. In order to impact the modern culture, this morning, God is calling and challenging the church of Jesus Christ to rise far above the status quo of religious normalcy. Shove your neighbor and say, don't be normal. Come on, shove your neighbor and say, don't be normal. Throw both hands up and say, this is not normal church. This is not half church. This is not lukewarm church. This is not simple church. Simple church for simple people. That's not what's in here. What's in here, world changers. What come to worship in here are those that know who they are, who their God is. We live in a society, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, where right has been wrong for so long that righteousness has become the abnormal thing. Holiness is out of sync. Modesty is out of style. Sacrifice is not spoken of. dedication has disappeared from our vocabulary and our lives Revelation chapter 2 God almighty commended the remnant church at Thyatira let's pause there for a moment what is the remnant church For that matter, what is the church? Better yet, what is his church? Not your church. Not my church. Not that denomination's church. Because in every church, there's some of his church, I'm convinced. Now, they may not be able to stay long in some... But in every church, there's some of his church. But ain't no church, all his church. So Pastor Cal, what is his church? Well, he gave the answer. He said, when you bring your offering, put it in a basket and bring it to the place Now, this is God. God said, where I, God, have chosen to place my name. So if you want to find his church, Dr. Youngkin, all you have to do is find the church that has his name. Now, you're confused. Because we got the church of God. We got the church of Christ no tea. We got the church of God in Christ. We got the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We got the Holy Ghost temple fire of God latter end time revival holiness church. We got the greater Bethlehem temple of Judea in Nazareth of the living God. We got them all. This honest truth y'all. I was driving down the street in Columbus and there was a decent sized church you know, wasn't anything like this but decent sized building and they had had to build out uh, uh, support trusses because the name wouldn't fit across the Church I'm not playing, that's true I can't even remember all of it, and I've got a good memory. Where does God place his name? That name above every name. That name that makes demon spirits tuck their tail and flee in terror when we resist them. Where is that? Is it that one with the light show? is it that one with the greatest Hammond B3 organ in the world today is it that church somewhere out in Podunk nowhere with 75 people where mothers stagger around the altar and say save my children or let me die Where is that church that is his church? I have people all the time. Well, we're visiting World Harvest, we're new to the area, so we're just checking around. Well, keep checking. But here's where you find the pulse of God. Where is his name? Placed. I didn't say where did a man or people place his name. I said where is and how do you distinguish the place where God Almighty has placed, engraved his name. But but I like the people. Yeah, yeah, but they are great children. No. Where well, they have a prep, no. How do you know where to grab your children, stick your spouse on one side of them and you on the other and take them to church? Where God has placed his name. Now, I'll tell you how to distinguish that when you come back next week. I'm going to start being like a good soap opera, a good Netflix series. I'm going to keep you thinking. I'm going to tell you right now, you got a Bible? Get ready. You ready? Because I'm going to fix you church hoppers. I'm going to fix you while I go to church when I feel like it. I'm going to fix those of you personality cult worshipers. Well, who's leading worship tonight? Well, who's going to be the soloist? Well, who's going to do the preaching? Well, I like when they lay hands on people. I hate when they lay hands on people. I like when they prophesy. It seems like it's prophelying to me. No, I'm gonna fix you. Your Bible says in the book of Ephesians: get set in the church. Well, my brother, come here, concrete, brother. Come on, run, hurry, I ain't got time. This brother has done so much free work around here. I love him. Where do you drive from? Butler, Pennsylvania. Butler, Pennsylvania. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, you're in Reynoldsburg. But then you're not set... okay so you out I know because my dad worked in concrete all his life he was like a concrete artist in all seriousness he, he could do anything with concrete and, and I, I learned something about concrete my dad he would put like for a sidewalk and he put two by four two by six whatever needed the height frame around that concrete why would he do that to form it in to form it be not conformed I wish I had a revival week at World Harvest Church. Right? Got to form that in. Because if you don't, what will happen to it? It just run all over. It is run all over. You got to form that. But now wait a minute. Because when it comes out, it's kind of liquid. It's running. Concrete. Concrete. But now he'd wait. He'd keep checking it every now and then. And pretty soon, because I got all the brutish labor, he'd said, "All right, go take the forms off because it's set in place. It's what? I'm set in place. You're what? I'm setting in place. Why do you drive from Pennsylvania? Because God is here. And because you're and I'm set in place, right here. I'm not going anywhere else. So what if your baby's in the nursery and they don't change its diaper on time? Set. Uh, set in place. What if I didn't preach so good? Set in place. What if the soloist couldn't find a pitch in the daylight? Set in place. What if the service went too long? Set in place. What if the service was too short? Set in place. What if it was too hot? Set in place. What if it was too cold? Set in place. What if you had to drive five miles more? Set in place. Go set in your place. Come on, what's the most important thing to you? I see people move all over the world. But I got a greater opportunity and watch their children end up five years later, one in prison, straight A students, one hopelessly addicted to drugs, the other to alcohol. Go ahead. Find your greener grass or you can lock in to a place where God Almighty for over 40 years has placed his name and get in that ark of safety wherever it is for you and live under the blessing of God. That was all free. But we don't talk enough about it. Well, give them another light show. That'll get them back. Give them another another performance. That'll get them back. Get another series. That'll get them back. If we have to entertain you to keep you, you in the wrong place. But if you like the glory, if you like miracle signs and wonders, if you like the raw power of God on display, if you want a group of people that are praying for you when the doctor says you have to die and cannot live, this is it. We quit everything. We live in a generation of quitters. Y'all quit letting the children quit everything. They start it, they finish it. Yeah, but they don't like it. They should have thought about that. Well, I was going to play football, but it got too tough. You're a quitter. I am. See, some of y'all still looking at me like this is bitter. Some of y'all had 42 jobs in the last six months. Did you ever think it might not be your boss's issue? Dance on that. Get some grit about you. Get some I don't quit sense about you. Get some, I started it, I'm gonna finish it, so help me God. You quit on church, you'll quit on God. You quit on church, you'll quit on your marriage. You quit on your job, you'll quit at church, you quit at church, you'll quit on God. Don't be an AWOL Christian, absent without leave. Somebody didn't know what AWOL is. Glory to God. Glory to God. Shout I will not quit. But the spirit of my pastor on me this morning. He had eight television stations. Largest one was in South Bend, Indiana. I went there a couple times a week. Will you go with me to preach tonight? Yes, sir, I'll be right there. So off I went. I didn't say, where are you going? I didn't say, how big's the meeting? I didn't say, are you gonna buy me a ticket? I didn't say, are you gonna give me an offering? He had it, I wanted it. And that was it. I said, I'll be right there. I got there, he said, We need to go out by the television station before we leave. I said, all right. So out by the television station, we went. They just built beautiful new studios, new equipment, and just absolutely a a phenomenal place. Well, we got about 10 miles away, and I could hear sirens. And I knew where the television station was. And I looked that direction, and there was nothing but black, roaring smoke. He knew it when he called me. It had burnt to the ground. What I said to you was, he didn't tell me anything about it. He didn't say, would you come help me? My TV station it very We went by the television station. He looked at it and went, Let's go, Rod. Off we went. Preached all night. Laid hands on the sick. Cast out devils. Watched people get born again. We were very close. On the way home, I said, Brother Summerall, you haven't mentioned the station. He scooted up on the edge of his seat and went like this looked me in the eye and said, I never will. I don't talk about what the devil does. I said, got it. Got it. Scooted back in my seat the next thing I knew there was a bigger better studio built with better equipment and I got to go do television with him in it so a few years later I was preaching upwards of 200 nights a year on the road I was pastoring this church leading the Bible college, leading Harvest Preparatory School, leading 12 ministries, writing a new book every four months, hosting great networks programs every week, doing five daily television programs a week and a a weekly program. I had a new wife... I HAD A LITTLE GIRL AND A BABY BOY AND THE DOCTORS HANDED ME MY SON AND THEY SAID REVEREND PARSLEY YOUR SON DOES NOT HAVE AN EAR PROBLEM A HEARING PROBLEM your son has a severe neurological disorder for which there is no treatment, there's no cure, and there's no hope. I usually don't share this part, but he went on to say, It would be better for you if I was giving you a death sentence for your child. Think about your baby. But I'm not giving you a death sentence. I'm giving you a life sentence. Your son will never call you dad. Your son will never be able to distinguish between his mother and his father. He will never go to school. He will never read a book. You would be better to put him in an institution and forget that he was ever born. My first cousin, Darren, at that time traveled with me those nearly 200 nights a year, we were scheduled out the next three nights to preach, including that night. I remember where I was going. I was going to Pastor Jensen Franklin's in Atlanta, Georgia, to preach. And they handed me my son. Darren said surely we're not going tonight I'll call Pastor Franklin everything will be fine and I remembered the television station you see something gets in you around here something happens in you It's far bigger than what happens to you. I said, get my things. That's all I said. Got on the airplane, didn't discuss it. I'm not saying I didn't have any breakdown. I broke down, honey, in the floor, curled up, in a fetal position. That's why I built the stadium. That's why I put the money in it. That's why it's there. I'd do it for you because I couldn't do it for him. Earn it. Now wait a minute, I'm teaching you something. Darren pulled my clothes on me literally. I said, which way do I go? That way. And I went and preached, and God helped me, and a great anointing came, and I went back into the office and fell in a heap. But I never quit. I never quit. And when they said, you've got vocal cord cancer, I refused to quit. And when they said seven years in a row, they're going to sell your house to pay the church's bill. I didn't quit. And when this one left and that one left and everybody thinks they are leaving and the place is going to collapse. I never quit. and neither should you be up or getting up shout the high praises of god make your backbone like a t-rail and stop quitting stop giving up stop rolling over evil will have its day oh i want to preach now I said evil that is tormenting your life because God has not answered does not mean he will not. How do I know where to go to church? Now I've already given you the first indicator, the place where God has placed his name, okay? So now we're, we're doing that, what do you call it on Google, when the, we're narrowing the search, right? You go on there, you put something in, it's like, that's too broad, narrow it down, we're going to narrow it down now. You ready? Shout, I won't quit, I'm not quitting on my marriage, I'm not quitting on my job, I'm not Don't you dare go out on the bottom. If you're going to go out, you better go out with everything around you succeeding. God doesn't lead you by your failure. Well, God told me to leave. No, he didn't. You got a boyfriend. God is a very confused God. This is the one for me. Where does she burns the eggs, and you find out she don't know how to do laundry? And where do you smell her morning breath, and or his? Where do you find out how lazy he really is? I'm trying to save side indicator number two. Mark chapter 16 verse 17 and these signs shall follow them that believe in my name number one okay this google search is going from three million to three. First phrase where he places his name, they cast out devils. It didn't say they move them to another department in the church. It didn't say they ordered them into counseling. Although counseling is good. It's like medicine. Most folk didn't have it. They'd die. Listen to me. They don't, they don't try to cover it up. They don't hope they'll go to church somewhere else. They don't call it a disease when God called it a devil. They cast out devils. So wherever you're going, if your pastor does not cast out devils, do not walk out of that church. Run and don't ever go back. Don't ever go back. That's not God's church. Yeah, but they got so-and-so from the music scene leading a worship. Yeah, and that's the devil they need to cast out first. That entertainment devil. Say they cast out devils. Stand up. Stand up. Hello. Wake your neighbor up. Hello. Stand up. Lift up your hands and say, This is World Harvest Church. Senior Pastor Rod Parsley. I am in this church. I am set in this church. And we cast out devils. What kind of church do you go to? We cast out devils. We go to a church where they cast out devils. Number two, they speak with other tongues in church. National TV. Every nation of the world. You're live right now, they all watching you. They want to know what kind of church you go to. They want to know what's going on in the cornfields of Ohio. What's going on at Harvest Preparatory School. Why would you want to go to Valor Christian College? They cast out they with. I like this one. I'm from Eastern Kentucky. Some of you ain't never been to a church with the wood box. I've been there. I didn't stay long. Singer friend I know, traveled around the country, ended up in one of those in Eastern Kentucky. Three boxes of Rattlers on on the pulpit. Boy it says they take up serpents. <laughs> this brother was singing, and behind him he started hearing. Between verses, he looked over at his wife. Honey, just, just hold still. Just look for the door. And when I say three, head toward it. She said, I already looked for the door. And there ain't none. It's a misinterpretation. It means you take on the spirit of the serpent that means you don't run from the devil that means that devil is defeated you don't have any trouble thank God all you need is faith in God shout that devil is defeated at World Harvest Church I said shout it I said, shout it, if bread goes to $500 a loaf, you'll own the bakery. Don't you back up from the devil. If they drink any deadly thing, if by accident they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. Now that's not just an accidental drinking that means something that goes into your system that would poison some of you better start praying over that medication because half of it's a carcinogen half of it causes cancer you better get to praying over that stuff you better pray over your food you better pray when you get in your car Mm, Ain't nobody gonna have a wreck in this one Ain't nobody gonna hit a child in this one Ain't no drunk ever running into No deadly thing Shall harm me I like this one they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall if he ever healed you, get to shop now healed you in your mind healed you in your body healed you in your family healed you in your finances anything that pertains to life and godliness my god forget what time it is somebody Ooh. be healed lay your hands on your body shall be healed be healed. Be healed! Don't put up with it. Tell it to get out of your body. Woo! 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 Hi-yay! I'm not trying to get you to repeat. I'm trying to get you to take over on your own. I know I need to dismiss, and if you need to go, go ahead and slip out, and no, nobody's going to be upset with you but I feel the delivering, healing power of God. You're here this morning, and you don't know if you died in the next five minutes, you'd spend eternity in heaven. You don't have peace that everything in your heart and life is right with God and you want to make it right this morning. I ain't playing with you. The devil over your life is bound right now, but he's waiting right outside those doors. If you don't make it right, you got an opportunity right now. I want to make it right. On three, raise your hand. One, two, three. Run to this altar. Every one of you that raised your hand, run the got the yes, I got it If you don't know what to do just lift your hands straight up in the air yes, And start saying here I am yes, God I Here I am God got the Quit looking to see if somebody else is doing it. Yes, I Got it Yes I got it Yes I got it, yes, I pray I it. Pray In the name I, of bind bind I bind you. I bind you. I you. you. Everybody, put your hands on your on your belly, right there, Hallelujah. between your heart and your belly. Put your hands there. Hallelujah. Say this with me, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. I mean business. I mean business. No more in and out. No, no more in and out. out. No more up and down. No more up and down. I'm getting set. I'm getting set. Immovably. Immovably. When the church doors are open, when the church doors are I'm going to be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, need the word. I need the word. I need other Christians. I need, other Christians. I need the worship. I need the Jesus, Jesus, today, Jesus, today, I surrender, I surrender, I surrender my life, my life to, you. to you. I ain't playing no more. I've seen the other side. I don't want anything to do with it. I want to live for you. I want you to live in my heart. Lead and guide me. Bring me into victory. In Jesus name. Satan, I don't belong to you. Self, I don't belong to you. Jesus, I belong to you. Now, forever. forever. Though, none go with me, Though none go with me, I will follow, I will follow Jesus, Jesus. Jesus today, today. And, forever. and forever. I mean it. I mean it. Help me, O oh God. Oh God, in Jesus name. Jesus' name. Now praise him like you lost your natural mind.